the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy and teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. I am he. I am the black man. And you are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. You know, ladies and gentlemen, what an upside-down world, huh? Topsy-turvy. What we say in the uh, radio legal world, it's a uh, bass-ackwards world, right? It's a bass-ackwards world. I mean, I am uh, live here in Dallas-Fort Worth. The show emanates from Minneapolis-St. Paul. And uh, someone got our, our weather mixed up here. Because as I look out my window, uh, I, yeah, I'm seeing snow everywhere. It's all white. Uh, it is all white. Yeah, the wind's blowing. I think we're in uh, the low 20s today. We're having a high of 20. I don't know, but uh, it just seems like what's up is down, and what's down is up, and it's just all backwards. Uh, we're we're in some strange, strange times, to that to say the least. And uh, I mean, I was uh, on the Facebook, and uh, I saw this thing stunning. That this woman or this man, his uh, her name is Gabriel Ludwig, biologically a man, born Robert Ludwig. Uh, he was the Navy. He's 50 years old, measuring six foot eight, 220 pounds, and covered in naval tattoos. Uh, you know what he's doing? He's playing for the Santa Clara Community College women's basketball team. What? Yep. Yeah. I mean, the dude. He's. Two girls, two women put together. Thanks, uh, Stunning. Yeah. I saw a picture of this uh, this man who identifies as a woman. Uh, he's an MMA fighter. And so he was nothing in the male league. Uh, he, he didn't rank or anything. But now he's uh, fighting as a woman, and he's just bloody. I've seen pictures of some of these women. He's bloody. But, of course, he's he's a woman. He's fighting as a woman. But he has all the DNA of a man. So um, it, it is getting crazy. And, you know, the good book told us this. The good book told us this. I think it's uh, Isaiah 29. They say they turn everything upside down, which is more important, the potter or the clay. Can something you have made say you didn't make me or you can't say you don't know what you're doing, right? And then uh, Romans says the same thing, but who are you, my friend, to talk back to God? A clay pot does not ask the man who made it, why did you make me? And this is what we got to get. We seem to be upside down. And one thing I learned is that, uh, you know what? A leader needs to know many things. That's my forte. My forte is leadership. Uh, and one thing I do in my leadership training is I want to help people identify what are those qualities that make a leader a leader. What are those qualities? You know, the old saying is that walks like a duck and it quacks like a duck. 
it must be a duck, right? And so I always have a list of what are characteristics of an effective leader. And so this is a list I usually give, and I tell people, I'm going to give you my list, and then I want you to add to that list. So leaders have a vision and communicate it to their team. Leaders make decisions whether popular or not. You know, leaders are role models. They give someone, uh, people something to model. Leaders have expectations of excellence. When you have a high bar, people achieve that high bar. Leaders stimulate an environment of creativity. Leaders take risks. They step outside the box. Leaders are growth and results-oriented. They want to grow as an individual, as a department, as a team. Leaders are motivators. In other words, they move people. They inspire them to take action. Leaders involve their team in the decision-making process. Leaders focus on creative solutions. Leaders are value the team members as their greatest asset. Leaders are continuous improvement people, not just themselves, but other people. And one thing I've learned a long time ago is that leaders also know what time it is. There's a time for everything. And speaking of times, uh, tomorrow is a great time. Tomorrow you want to listen to Like It Matters Radio. Uh, I have as my guest Rodney Muterspaugh. He wrote the book The Blue View. Uh, it is an incredible interview. Uh, the, the man in his book he wrote is phenomenal. A couple things on the book. Uh, Stephen Robert Morse, uh, Emmy-nominated producer of Netflix, Amanda Knox, says, The Blue View presents a view of policing that is unlike anything I've ever read before. Beyond the good, the bad, and the ugly, Muter Spa has tracked his career in a raw and unvarnished way that will make you laugh and cry. While his self-deprecating sense of humor is the driving force of the book, he uses it to highlight real problems, real solutions with the increasingly complex world of policing. And Karen Johnson of the Cincinnati News says jaw-dropping. A truly honest look into a police officer's personal world, re rewarding, heartbreaking, comical, inspiring. I laughed, I cried, I loved it, a must-read. And so he's going to be with us tomorrow on the same time slot, the same back channel, if you will. Uh, so you want, really want to tune in. And today we're going to be talking about a time to grow. A time to grow. Because, you know, there is a time for everything. Uh, and it is the, the good book that has two totally different meanings uh, for what, uh, you know, time means. There's Kairos and there's Kronos. Kairos is the time that we're in. Kronos is the time on your watch. And that's really what Ecclesiastes 3 is talking about, where it says that there's a time for everything. For everything, there's a season and a time for every matter under heaven, it says. A time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to pluck up what is planted. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to break down, a time to build up. A time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together. A time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. A time to seek and a time to loose. A time to keep and a time to cast away. A time to tear and a time to sow, a time to keep silence, and a time to speak, a time to love, and a time to hate, a time for war, and a time for peace. And that's what leaders do. They know what time it is. Again, not Kronos, but Kairos. In fact, in the book, uh, they have a group of warriors that uh, King David said were his greatest warriors. And the Bible says that there's the best warriors out there. And they're from a tribe of what's called Issachar, the tribe of Issachar. And you know what made the warriors from the tribe of Issachar so powerful? The Bible says they knew the times. They knew what time it was. 
and things are getting topsy turvy. Things are getting weird, and you got to know what time it is. And uh, my son Benaya, you know, uh, I just found out there was another boy, a friend of mine that I haven't talked to for a while, named his son Benaya as well. And uh, if you don't know why, because Benaya is a great warrior of King David. He was from the tribe of Issachar, and you could re- and you could read about uh, Benaya and the little samurai warrior as well. You can read about Benaya uh, in a book called "In a Pit with a Lion on a Snowy Day." It's a great book. It's a book on leadership. It's Christian based. In the pit with a lion on a snowy day. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to be joined by a recent graduate of Team 220, Katie. Uh, and what makes Katie so special is Katie met me a while ago. Uh, she was introduced to me uh, by her brother. And she's been working uh, to help us get our radio show uh, syndicated. So she's work, She's kind of put together the basic structure. And we're working with uh, the people at Law Enforcement Day, John J. Wiley, who's also helping us get our radio show up and in syndication. And so Katie had the chance to go through my training last weekend with Team 20. Uh, and I thought it would be great to have Katie join us because Katie also has a time, September 11, 2001, which was a time that changed a lot of people's lives. There are times in our lives where we reflect and we wonder, am I on the right path? Am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing? And leaders know what that time is. So I am Mr. Black. We'll be back in a couple minutes. Everything you've got Taking a break from all your worries Sure would help a lot Wouldn't you like to get away Amen, sign me up Uh, I am Mr. Black And talk about a great time Boy, when Cheers was in its heyday Boy, life was a lot simpler, wasn't it? Hey, Norm, hey, remember uh, Sam? And uh, just incredible, incredible time, light time. I thought the 80s, honestly, were some of the greatest times uh, in this country's history. Uh, And now it seems in 2020s, it is some of the worst time. I don't know if you saw this. It says right now, this is from the Washington Post. We've lost a year of life. The pandemic led to the most dramatic drop in U.S. life expectancy since World War II. Life expectancy in the United States fell by a full year during the first half of 2020. You get that? First half of 2020, life expectancy expectancy fell a full year. A staggering decline that reflects the toll of the COVID-19 pandemic, as well as a rise in deaths, ready for this, from drug overdoses, heart attacks, and diseases that accompanied the outbreak. Uh, You know, we are losing time. You know, one of the great things about my training is in two and a half days, I get people to be fully present in that moment. And you will hear if you listen to my graduates talk about it. They say, wow, it felt like we were there for two weeks. Wow, it felt like we were there forever. Wow, it felt like we were there for a week. And it's 48 hours. Because when we have you fully involved, fully present in the now moment, time slows down. And ladies and gentlemen, we're losing time. 
Uh, it is a strange time we live in. We have never quarantined healthy people before. Uh, if you just study uh, the, uh, the, the risks, the complications of constantly breathing in carbon dioxide, you know some people kill themselves in the car, right? They put a car on in the garage, they shut the garage, and they keep running, and they basically uh, they suffocate. They die because they're not getting oxygen. They're breathing carbon dioxide. And we got people running around nonstop with one, two, three masks on. They wear masks in their car by themselves. They wear masks out in the country walking with no, no nobody around, no buildings around. You know, it's called the Cobra effect. The solution for something is far worse than the problem itself. And yet we live in a time where if you say something, uh, you're attacked. We live in a time, uh, if you don't believe the group think, like the liberal, the progressive, the anti-God, the anti-Christ, the anti-American, if you don't buy into all that, uh, then there's something wrong with you. Party's over. You don't yeah, if you don't buy into the fact that all black people are victims and all white people are hateful racists, uh, then you're a part of, they get rid of you, they cancel you. Uh, yesterday we lost two great men, Rush Limbaugh and Carmen. Uh, I read later today that Carmen had died. Carmen was one of the most influential uh, Christian musicians in my life. Uh, in the 80s, he got me excited uh, uh, about uh, God. He got me excited about Christian music. And I got to tell you, to this day, one of the greatest concerts I've ever been to, and I've been to a lot of cool concerts, was Carmen at the Thomas and Mack Center. Uh, his uh, standard tour, his, the CD, the standard by Carmen, uh, is to this day is one of my favorite albums of all time. And he was creative. And he thought outside the box. Uh, he, 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 people like Toby Mack, he mentored and were part of it. Uh, uh, you know, the Jesus freak people. I can't think of who they are now. The guys, but uh, yeah, they, that was all Carmen. Carmen influenced them. Uh, Yes, I could sing this, John. You better turn it off because, John, I'll sing it all. <laughs> who? Tell me who's in the house. JC. See, I know this stuff. This is wired in my hard drive because those are some good times. Well, you know, I, I, I probably should know what time it is, not Kairos, but Kronos, because I have a special guest uh, on the phone waiting for me. She's uh, I met her uh, actually physically for the first time when she showed up for our class, but she has been part of our team for about a month prior to that. Uh, she was brought to me by her brother who sits on my board of directors. Uh, she's donating her time. She's helping us out. She believes in the cause, and she didn't even know what the cause was. But now she's here because she knows what the cause is. So let's welcome to Like It Matters Radio, Katie. Katie, thank you for joining us. Yeah. Happy morning. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So uh, we're going to talk about your class and Leadership Awakening, but uh, real quick, uh, how was your weekend with us last weekend? Did you have a great weekend? What, you know, Was it powerful? Was it impactful? A couple words, yes. what was it like? Um, it was like ripping off a Band-Aid, I would say, <laughs> um, in a good way. Um, yeah. You don't want to do it in a way, but when, when you've done it, you're you're glad you did it, and you're glad you've gotten through it. Um, and I just know that there's a lot of work to do afterwards. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And that's the time we're in. We're the time to get close to God. Uh, you know, Bible says to examine ourselves. Uh, that mm -hmm. we are to live and examine life. And most people don't examine themselves. They're they're so busy running around criticizing everybody else. So busy running around on Facebook wanting to play junior psychologist. So busy <laughs> running run around wanting to find all the flaws in everybody else that they don't have time to see the plank in their own eye. But they're looking at the splinters in everybody else's eyes, right? 
Right. So, so before we do that, though, you know, today we're talking about a time for growth, a time to grow, because that's what the class is. But, you know, there are times in our life that are monumental times, you know, when we find God, uh, when we find our spouse that we're going to spend the rest of our life with. Uh, I'm sure you had two boys, so the birth of your children, special times. Those are times we always remember. But you have a time that's special to many Americans as well because the impact it had, September 11, 2001. And you had told me earlier that that was was a, a moment in time for you, that you had to make some decisions. Tell us about that time for you. Okay, well, I worked as a police officer until 2 in the morning that morning, um, left on a high note, which was not super unusual, but um, not that much of a high note. <laughs> um, anyway, I had to be up probably by like 8 or 8.30, I can't remember exactly, um, for the first day of my last semester. Um before I got my criminal justice degree. (laughs) And so I was working full-time and going to school full-time, and I woke up to my radio um, about the plane crash, and I thought, gosh, that's unfortunate. And then I heard about the second one, and my my, uh, stomach just dropped and um, just immediately started putting things in perspective. I had contemplated leaving my, my position as an officer on on the road officer for a while and I had three days off. I went back that Friday, the 14th and handed in my stuff, but everybody was very accepting and um, understanding and supportive. And it was the hardest thing up until that point that I ever had to do, but boy, I'm sure glad I did it. What 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 was so monumental? Is it just because you would realize, you know, what we say in class, planes crash and people die, you realize that you know, there's a mortality rate here in uh, being a human being and every single person dies? And it, was it one of those things that you, it just caused you to reevaluate your life and you realize life's short and you've been wanting to make this change anyway, so now's the time? I mean, what, what was that logical reasoning like? That was part of it. Um, I would say another part was just God pulling on my heartstrings so much that it, it was physical. I mean, kind of the point that I was probably having panic attacks on the way to work. And, um, you know, I thought, oh, I'll just fight through it. That's what I do with everything. I'll just do that, you know. And um, I think that put after the attacks, it just put in perspective that, you know, maybe God's leading me to something else or pulling me away from this at least. And I should obey and um there's more life than just following through on a commitment that you really did intend to make but it just doesn't always work that way well, you know what's so cool is you're talking, Katie. Cause, you know, I train in the now moment. I train in the spirit. I also do the radio show the same way. I have talking points, but I like to be fully present with my guests. Uh, that is really how you and I met to begin with anyways. I mean, uh, right. John had, had reached out to you. You were uh, with, working with a company, and that had shut down. And and you just, uh, John had approached you, and it seemed like the time was right. So real quick, we got about two and a half minutes left. So w- same type of thing, right? You When you were introduced to me, uh, it was a, a sp- special time time that was going on correct very yeah um when um my brother was mentioning this and the more he talked about it the more it just kind of kept again kind of pulling on my heartstrings like you know this is something 
definitely out of my comfort zone <laughs> and definitely something that I haven't done or would have anticipated doing. But um, the more I thought about it, the more it kind of makes sense. And um, I had from my company, we had our national rally planned for February 11th. And um, I had found a sweet deal on a round trip ticket um, back last fall. And when uh, I told you, I'm like, you know what, I've got this round trip ticket to Dallas. I don't know if, you know, it would be worth the time coming. And you you said, well, what days? And I said, well, February 11th. You said, I think that's the day of my, my leadership awakening. <laughs> yeah. And it was. So, yeah, it's just so neat how things work that way. Well, it lined up because the the time that you were in and the time that we were in crossed. And then we have the master manipulator, Jehovah, Yahweh, you know, Adonai, El Shaddai, uh, who uh, takes all things uh, and he uses them for the good for those who uh, love God who are called according to his purpose. And that is you and I. So stay with us. We're going to go to hard break. And when we come back, we'll talk with Katie about what her weekend was like. I'm black and we'll be back. Construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network, and that is by Carmen, one of my favorite musicians, Christian or otherwise. And Carmen, along with Rush Limbaugh, went to be with the Lord yesterday. So, Carmen will miss you. But uh, not only does he have great music, but Carmen's always made music videos. And so some of my favorite things, are I still have all his music videos on DVD. Just beautiful stories to tell. And today, today we're telling a story about time because a leader knows what time it is. And today we're calling this show A Time to Grow because there's a time to do lots of things. There's a time like right now in Texas where it's cold and school's been closed all week. My office has been shut down. So I've been doing my radio shows from the house. So it's a time for family. Uh, we're taking advantage of this to relax a little bit because the last weekend I was in a class and I'm still recovering from it. But right now we uh, it's time to go to the phone lines because we have Katie, a graduate from Team 220 with us. Thanks again for joining us, Katie. You bet. So now you joined the cause about a month before going to class. So your brother talked you in to say, hey, we got, they got Like It Matters Radio, and they're working to change the world one person at a time, teaching people how to get control. They're thinking again to, to how to battle in the mind because the battle is in the mind. And so you got on board. Your timing was right. Your other company shut down. You were working for, and it's just everything worked right. You had a ticket for this weekend. We just happened to have a class. It just all the times aligned. And so after talking to me for a couple weeks, after starting the, the basic, putting together the procedure for helping us get syndicated, there you are. You show up uh, at the hotel. It's 5 o'clock. Uh, you meet me for the first time. And what's going through your head? What are you thinking? Well, <laughs> a lot of things. Um, <laughs> we, I know my brother was telling me just, very vague, you know, that he's like, you're going to have to work, you know, to push out of your comfort zone. And I'm thinking, okay, 
I, I can do that, you know, and, um, I didn't anticipate on what level, but, um, I know before we met you and Mrs. Black, a bunch of us were eating together and the lights were flickering. (laughs) We were like, gosh, is this a test? You know, are are they watching us? Are they bugging our conversation? I mean, it was just, yeah, it was yeah. all over the place. Well, what we're doing is we're, we're squeezing a little bit, we're putting a little bit of pressure on you. We're wanting you to know that this is not your daddy's class, right? Uh, right. Lots of different things going on. And and it's up. And you got the sense from the get-go uh, on that class that it's a time to grow. I mean, I think that message was very clear from the time you met me, even before, that this weekend is about a time to grow, correct? Oh, Absolutely. And the problem is we get in these things called comfort zones, and you're familiar with them. You were familiar with them before you ever came to my class. But um, I really hit them hard. I really hit them hard because these comfort zones are stale. They're stagnant. Our marriages die there. Our relationship with God dies there. Our passions die there. Uh, and yet everybody wants to be comfortable. I truly believe that's why God allows us to go through the sanctification process, That why God allows, you know, people say, well, why does God allow uh, bad things to happen to good people and good things to happen to bad people. Uh, and part of that is because God is allowing us to grow. Uh, and I don't know about you, Katie, but I unfortunately am closest to God when my life's a struggle. How about you? I get that a lot, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it sucks. I wish it wasn't so. I wish it wasn't so because, man, the times that we should be close to God is when he's taking care of everything. But it takes for us to get scared like a little child. It takes for us to realize that we don't have control. It takes for us to be brought to our knees for us to realize in my weakness his strength is perfected. I must decrease so he can increase. Greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world. And so you realize outside that door at 5 o'clock that, it was a time to grow. And uh, you've been through military training. You've been through a lot of good training. In the, uh, I'm sorry, with police officer training, which is very similar to military training. Uh, but how would you compare uh, what you went through with me to the typical training that you called leadership in the past? What's different about what you experienced with me and other leadership trainings? I think before, and I know we kind of touched on this during the class, at the end of the class, that you know, my law enforcement training, it wasn't easy, but I knew, um, I, I kind of anticipated what was coming and, um, I just pushed through (laughs) and your training, um, it's not just physical, you know, and it's, uh, you got to (laughs) dig and I, I was not used to that. I, I wasn't used to having somebody tell me to do it. I was used to having myself say that, but you know, to me, but, um, and that was my own standards. Uh, it, it was different having somebody else's standards of me digging. Yeah, I equate it to working out. You know, if I'm going to go to the gym, which I haven't been there in a year since COVID, if I'm going to go to the gym though, in the past, uh, if I working out by myself, my workout with weights is totally different than my workout with weights if I have somebody else. Because when I'm working out with weights, uh, as soon as something gets a little uncomfortable, I stop. So if you think about it, making the metaphorical comparison, uh, when I work out by myself with weights, I have to stay in my comfort zone because I do not want to get pinned under a bench press bar. I mean, that's embarrassing to be in a gym, right? And especially as a guy, uh, and I need some guy to come rescue me because I'm pinned under a bench press bar because I lifted too much weight. You lack discipline. 
Yeah, that's right, Arnold. Yeah, but however, when I'm working out with weights and I have a partner, when I think I'm done, that person says usually two more. And those last two I can't do on my own. Those last two he has to actually touch the bar. He actually taps on a little bit, takes some pressure on it. He has to actually help me lift up those last two. It wears me out. And that's what we do in the training. We can only push ourselves so far, uh, you know, uh, on our own. We need an outside source, someone that we can trust, someone that has our best interests in mind, and someone that shares similar values to push us and not accept good enough. And do you think that's a fair evaluation of what I did for you? I think that's extremely fair, yes. And it's, it's awesome. And let me ask you, at some point in the training, and you wanted to be there, you went in there, although you didn't realize how intense it was. I don't think anybody does. And even though I tell them, they listen to it on the radio show, I talk to them before class, I tell them, this is going to be the most uh, challenging, powerful thing you've ever done. And people go, yeah, oh, I've been done stuff like this. Oh, yeah, I got the T-shirt. Oh, yeah, I've done, and okay, I mean, I tell them, but they don't hear it. But when you get in that class and you see the full brunt of Mr. Black, and by the way, if you want to know what we're talking about, go to likeitmatters.net. I have a class once a month here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. But uh, I push people. Uh, and my goal, and I said, let's have the same goal. Let's see how far we can go in two and a half days. And, and whether you came in that class excited or came in that class kicking and dragging, screaming, uh, at some point a shift takes place where all of a sudden it starts making more sense. It kind of envelops you, uh, and it takes over, and people see themselves getting into it more. Where do you think that shift took place for you, Katie? Gosh. I don't know. I think it's still shifting. Um, well, oh, it is. Well, well we yeah. got more ahead and more into the process, because you're a head person. You think things uh, you want to figure out. You, you have great intentions. You want to do the right thing. You want to do what I ask of you. But sometimes you can get so stuck in your head uh, that you miss a lot of things on the outside. And you realize that, that, I'm sure, this weekend, correct? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I knew I was real squirrel before. Yeah, squirrel. Um, yeah, squirrel. <laughs> but um, I didn't realize how much I thought ahead to the point that I wasn't really thinking in the present. Yeah. It was big time, big time. And, yeah. again, you wouldn't know unless you got a, an outside source, someone you respected, someone who shared your values, and someone you trusted. And I think I fit all three of those categories before you got in there because of our relationship, number one, but, number two, what I did for your brother. Uh, and then, number three, once you got in the class, uh, it is real quick, a real easy time for you to learn to respect me. I think I earned the respect early on uh, with my knowledge, with my background, with my ability. Uh, and at some point, when you start trusting and start committing to everything, then the shift does take place. But tell me, what have you noticed different about yourself this week, Katie? What's been different for Katie post-Leadership Awakening? I just catch things. You know, if it's if it's what's coming out of my mouth or um, my thought process, um, the, you talk about the voice, yeah, I got, that's constant. But um, now I'm, I'm kind of, Getting it to, what's the word? I don't know, like just be uh, more present with it, you know, yeah. And, yeah. And, and listening and not having it just rattle on and, and thinking, gee, why am I telling myself this? Why is this popping into my head right now? And um, just being more aware. And yeah. I know it's going to be a process. I mean, I'm yeah. not going to be... <laughs> 
just totally changed overnight, but I'm well, definitely a lot more cognitive of how and what I'm doing and thinking. Well, ch- change is a process. Change is a process. It's a, it is a dimmer switch. It's not a light switch. Now, we can change in a moment. You know, our spouse says, I love you, and then they walk out on you. You uh, see a child get killed or someone uh, steals the innocence from your child. Uh, that will forever change your life. But outside of those, what we call traumatic experiences, well, change is a process. And, and I just want to thank you. We're getting ready to go heartbreak. I want to thank you, Katie, because you're helping us get our show syndicated. Uh, you believed in us before you ever had a reason to believe in us. Uh, and I'm really excited about the time that we're in together. Time to grow, a time to stretch, and a time to bring glory and honor to God and to our family. So God bless Amen. you, Katie. Thank you so much for joining us, all right? Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for having me. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. I'm Mr. Black. I am Black. And we'll be back in a couple minutes. My mind is a raging torrent flooded with rivulets of thought cascading into a waterfall of creative alternatives. Roll out of bed, Mr. Coffee's dead. The morning's looking bright. And your shrink ran off to Europe and didn't get it right. And your husband wants to be a girl. Be glad there's one place in the world where Amen. That is right here on Like It Matters Radio. Great job, John. John said you'll enjoy this one. You'll know right when you come in. <laughs> you know, it is an upside-down world. And there are a lot of things we can't control, ladies and gentlemen. But that's what this radio show is about. That's what uh, likeitmattersradio.com is about. You can have an hour of power every day. You can have a few hours of power. Go to likeitmattersradio.com, and you can listen to this and multiple other shows at your own leisure. You know, they're in podcast form. But Monday through Friday, right here on this radio show, uh, from 11 a.m. to 12 noon CST, you can listen live anywhere in the world. All you got to do is go to Freedom. 1570.com. Just go to freedom1570.com. Uh, and we are uh, on the process of getting syndicated. We're going to be on the satellite now, and we're going to have lots of other radio stations around the country picking us up. So if you live in a city with a good uh, FM uh, talk radio show, call them up and say, hey, man, you guys should be playing Like It Matters Radio. And then go to likeitmattersradio.com and find out all about it and see what our, uh, our, our show's about. It's about inspiration. It's about education. It's about application. And, boy, I don't know about you, but we're at a time where we need some inspiration. Because if you are a traditional American, if you believe like we've always believed, if you believe in the Bible, if you believe in common sense, there's a war against you right now. Uh, it's getting bolder and it's getting stronger. Uh, and you got to know what time it is as a leader. And so tomorrow, what time it is, is for you to listen to a great, great interview. Uh, tomorrow on Like It Matters Radio, I interview Rodney Muterspa. He's the author of The Blue View. Great man. Great book uh, and a great interview. I think you'll truly, truly, truly enjoy it. Uh, and go to likeitmatters.net and you can find out about our training. You know, with everything going dark, you know, we lost a year last year. And I don't mean just a year that people didn't do much, but a life expectancy. It's the biggest drop since World War II on life expectancy. Everything we're doing. And my son-in-law is working to be a doctor. And he's um, a Biden fan, and he's a, a 
COVID-19 vaccine fan, and it goes against everything I believe in, everything I stand for. And trust me, uh, my my daughter, I sense it in her. But she was raised conservative, and now she's uh, in academia, and she's in the world, and she's a great young woman. But she's been influenced a lot by the world, by uh, six, you know five years of college where everything's uh, uh, you know toxic masculinity and white privilege and all that liberal speak and think that is so pushed now. It's so propagandized on college campuses. And it's a shame because my daughter uh, definitely came out of college a much different woman than she did when she went into college. She probably thinks she's for the better. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Only time will tell. And so we want to talk about this thing all the time because there's a time to grow. Now, we cannot control that there's a time of pandemic. And a lot of people call it plandemic because I think this was planned. Uh, I think it is being used for nefarious purposes. You know, I've done eight classes uh, during this uh, pandemic. I was in Sturgis for the free bike wash dot com. Uh, I have not gotten sick. Uh, nobody from my class has gotten sick. Uh, we don't social distance in there. Uh, we don't wear a mask. I allow people to if they want to. And every once in a while, I'll have one maybe wear a mask for the first half a day. But then I tell them, you do what you need to do. There's no stigmatism. If you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. But people realize in that class that they're there because it's a time to grow. And you got to know what time it is as a leader. And I'm going to suggest to every single human being, right now, it's a time to examine our lives. Right now, it's a time to look deep inside of our hearts and our souls. Right now, it's a time to really evaluate what we believe. Because there are two different belief systems in this country. One's the traditional way we believe of God and country, an American, uh, American exceptionalism. Uh, and now we believe that uh, all uh, people who aren't white and all women are victims and all white people are, uh, you know, supremacists and racist. Uh, I saw an article the other day that if you have to, if you're required to show your work, uh, for when you do math, like core curriculum does now, core math now, uh, that's a issue of white supremacy. What? Yeah, and the whole thing's getting stupid. It's getting upside down. See, my background is neurolinguistic programming, NLP. And it's the science of how the brain codes a learning and experience. This coding affects all communication and behavior. It affects how you learn and how you experience the world around you. Because, ladies and gentlemen, you got to realize this. No one's responding to reality. I mean, look at some of the nut jobs on the left. Look at uh, all these these masculine men that are now uh, identifying as women and going into women's sports and, and basically abusing women. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, talk about war on women. Women's sports are going under because all I got to do is kind of be a woman and go with my uh, testosterone and my DNA, uh, and then I can go become somebody if, if I'm playing in the women's leagues. I mean, that's just crazy. It's crazy. In its simplest self-defined manner, NLP is neuro-linguistic programming. Neuro is our neurology, how we think and feel. Linguistic is the language part. You know, what we say, how we say it, and how we are influenced by what we say. And by the way, that's called programming, which is the third world. And it's how we act to achieve our results. And see, that's what I do. When people come into my training, when people hire me to do a life caddy work, when people listen to my radio show, I teach them how they work. 
I use multiple intelligences with Dr. Howard Gardner. I use transactional analysis with Dr. Eric Byrd, emotional intelligence, Dan Goldman, and many others, logotherapy, Dr. Victor Frankel, cognitive behavioral therapy, truth therapy. Uh, with, uh, I think it's Max Bacchus with a great book, Learning to Tell Yourself the Truth. I take all these disciplines, and I'm a man of God. If I can't support it scripturally, then it's just my opinion. And last time I checked, there is no book in the Bible called Opinions. So NLP is my way to help you. I can do content-free therapy. If you were to go to your car and open up your glove compartment, there would be an owner's manual in there. And what I do is I help people figure out how they do what they do, just like your owner's manual tells you how your car does what it does, what that symbol is, where the jack is hidden, where this little button is. That's what NLP does. It is the study of structure of subjective experience. It, NLP is about distinction, about organizations, how you organize stuff, where you put stuff. Uh, it's the original research on understanding the human experience. It's the ability to understand human patterns and to adjust those patterns so that we can be as resourceful as we want to be so we can get what we want. At its core, honestly, uh, NLP is about goals. It's about choice. It is practical technology for the achievement of our goals and our choices. It's the owner's manual to the human experience. NLP is about the, the patterns, if you will, in our lives, how we do what we do. How do we get ourselves excited? How do we shut ourselves off? How do we turn ourselves on? How do we make ourselves angry? How do we make ourselves miserable? Notice I said, how do you do it? Because other people might participate, but it's your choice. You have to be party to it. you got to understand that. And NLP, I learned a long time ago, 20 years, only has value in the presence of desire. What do you want? And most people can't answer that question, what do you want? But you know what most people can tell me? What they don't want. And then the next question, once I help you figure out what do you want, the question is this, what has been keeping you from accomplishing that up until now? That's the key. And sometimes we need an outside source because we're too emotionally involved. And that's why what if this time of the pandemic, what is this time of basically of snowstorms in, in Dallas, Texas? What is the time of uh, illogical government and a government that's going loony? I mean, we are no different than China or Russia. We have no free and fair press anymore. No freedom of speech. Uh, we have no. We have two justice systems. One, if your name is Clinton or Biden or FBI, you have one justice system. If your name is Trump or conservative or Christian, you have a totally different justice system. The media is part of the Democratic Party. We have state-run media. We now attack our political adversaries. We want to tell them see what's going on. They want to send all of us Trump supporters to re-education camps. I mean, it's a crazy time. And you got to know that we're now no different. No no free and fair uh, elections, no democracy. And so times are changing. And so what we got to do is focus our time, focus our energy on those things we can control. And that's what we do at likeitmatters.net. That's what we do on this radio show, likeitmattersradio.com. Well, I want to give you back power. Remember Dr. Victor Frankel said, between the stimulus and response, there's a space. And in that space is your power. It is your freedom. Let me help you give you back your power and your freedom because the, the time is time to grow. The time is now. I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network, reminding you when you live your life like it matters, it does. It